the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yes, indeed. Y'all, I don't even care if it's supposed to be raining in San Diego this weekend. I don't even care. I'm going to enjoy myself because this has been a challenging week for me, particularly given some of the news I got to share with y'all tonight. So I plan to have some fun here in San Diego this weekend. Um, All right. I guess I can't put it off any longer. You know, I need to bring back what I used to, the question I used to do every Monday on the socials. I kind of got tired of it and got about bored with it, but I would, I would post on the socials. I would say, finish this sentence, another week, another blank, another day, another blank. Uh, maybe, maybe tonight I would say, finish this sentence, another house Republican speaker, another blank. Hmm. What do you, where do you think I'm going with tonight's lead story? Uh, email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com with any thoughts, questions, suggestions. I always can count on you guys to when I can't, I, when I can't think of something, something's on the tip of my tongue, or I've got, I can't remember something. I can always count on y'all to email me with the answer. If you miss any part of the show, don't forget you can download the podcast wherever you get your pods. We also have a 24 hour hotline and keep forgiving to give y'all that number. That's 844 814 five, two, two, seven. And y'all know the dude. One thing that was great for me this week, as much as I had fun hanging with my old friend, the OG of the AK show, DJ Carrot Sticks, we saw the return of something yummy, something delicious, something saucy and sassy and always good for you. It's DJ Sesame Broccolini. Broccolini? You know, I think I know exactly where you were going, by the way, with that sentence. <laughs> I don't know if I should answer, but I just want to let you know. I, I think I know Feel exactly free. where you... Oh, well, I, w- I would just say then, just for the record here, so everybody's clear, another House Republican, another brave, courageous superhero who's out there fighting for the conservative movement. Yes. And the way that this latest Republican House Speaker, who's just paving the way for a great American future of conservatism, Speaker Johnson just uh, got a a short-term spending bill passed today. Another continuing, another House Speaker, Mm. another Republican-controlled House, and another continuing resolution 
to avoid a shutdown, kicking the can down the road, and this continuing resolution continues the big spending of every Democrat agenda item. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin McCarthy was vacated. He was removed because he failed to honor every promise that he made to the Republican-controlled House, in particularly to rein in the spending, to stop the continuing resolutions, to actually use the appropriate appropriations process, independent, separate appropriations bills, funding. And we really need to start from zero-based funding, right? And instead of just uh, just at, just um, starting with last year's budget and trying to argue over what we can cut, start from zero and deciding what we really need and go from there. But we can't even get a balanced budget based upon, we can't even get appropriations bills based upon last year's budget. So Kevin McCarthy was kicked out because of his not reigning in spending, not doing anything to use the Republican majority and the power of the purse in order to push through our agenda, which the voters voted for. No accountability against the Biden regime, the crimes they were committing against American citizens, the open border. He gets put and then and then we couldn't get who you know MAGA really wanted and somebody was actually going to do the job that Kevin McCarthy promised to do, Jim Jordan. We ended up with House Speaker Mike Johnson, who promised when he pushed through another continuing resolution in December, he said it was different. He said that he would do proper spending using the proper process by February. And now here we are, and he's done another continuing resolution. We haven't, we are under an invasion. I want you guys to watch the Tucker Carlson. I, I reposted it on my socials. The Tucker Carlson video, him talking about the border and, histor- and historically what invasions mean it, it, and it, from a historical context. Now, Tom DeBacaro will be on the show and maybe I should ask him about this, but historically invasions change. I, I, I can't remember how he put it, but basically I'm not, not, I shouldn't try to quote him and I should just say invasions are how countries end up changing the world and the globe because through an invasion is historically how nations have no longer existed and they've become new nations under different governments. We are under conquest. You know, the the Democrats who like to talk about the evils of America and our colonialism are basically funding and enabling and with with the House Speaker and the Republicans, because actually and it's not even just Speaker uh, Johnson's fault. One hundred and six Republicans joined him to vote for it, which then then made it a Republican majority passed bill. We're funding our own demise. Historically, countries that are invaded are gone. And that is what is happening here. I want to play a clip. And by the way, this spending bill literally funds absolutely everything the Democrats want. Here's what, um, and speaking of the border, here's a comment that Mike Johnson made today.
I told the president, I looked right across the table from him in the cabinet uh, official's room, and I said, Mr. President, you have the authority right now to end this catastrophe. It's your actions that created it. In fact, Mr. President, I told him in the meeting today, we've documented 64 instances of you taking executive actions in your agencies that created this catastrophe. Mr. President, it's on you to unwind it. Oh, ooh, such tough talk. How impressed are you by that tough talk, Sesame Broccolini? I'm just so cynical at this point. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, this kind of milk toast, this sort of fake it's, moral superiority, it's just incredibly self-serving. He wants you, he wants you to think that he's all hawkish about curbing illegal immigration. And by the way, I think we should be curbing legal immigration as well for similar reasons that have to do with cultural replacement and cultural conquest via democracy. But that's a different conversation for now. It's not rocket science, guys. Build a wall, send people down to the border, start deporting illegal aliens. It's not that difficult. And Mike Johnson has just as much power in his own right to do things right. legislatively. You so have to, the power, Mr. To President. To blame it all no, on Biden you have the power. is just kind of, I mean, right. Biden, Biden is certainly a part of it, but so is the DHS, so is the HHS, and generations of presidents on both sides of the aisle, frankly, who've been too weak on this issue. Right now, um, the Republican Party has the power. Seriously. You have the power, Mr. President. What a liar. One of the things I hate so much about Johnson and, and that statement right there is how he's intentionally lying to the American people and trying to manipulate and gaslight the American people into acting like he's being Mr. Mr. Tough Guy uh, by calling out President. Uh, you know, actually, Biden, it's, it's the House Republicans who, under the U.S. Constitution, are specifically given the power. It's the power of the majority and the power of, per, uh, of the perps. We are, a, we are a nation that was given very specific guidelines to have checks and balances so that we don't have a president using executive orders to dictate and to control the destruction of the United States of America. Don't pee on my leg, Mike Johnson, and tell me it's raining. He has the power, and the rest of the Republicans have the power, and they are refusing to use it, and they are destroying us while spitting in our face and lying, and I resent the hell out of it. I much prefer the Democrats. You know what? I, this is one of the reasons why I would rather the Democrats just have the majority, because the and, and, and in that sense, they might as well, because when, when the Republicans are in power, the Democrats still control everything. So you know what? Stop putting the Republicans. Why, why would we, as taxpayers, continue to give our money to Republicans who are doing the same thing the Democrats are doing? If I'm going to be destroyed, I'd rather be destroyed by somebody who's honest about being my enemy. Why are we voting these clowns in? If the only thing, if the only power we have as Republicans right now is to remove every one of these jack wagons from their positions of power, good, I'll take it. Why would, why should I vote for them? Oh, Andrea, because uh, if we get, if we get Trump, we, we got to hold our nose. That's what we were told in 2016, right? Well, we, you know, we got to hold our nose and vote for Mitch McConnell. We got to hold our nose and vote for Paul Ryan and the rest of them because we won't have a majority if we get Trump. What did we get out of that majority? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Sorry for yelling, Sesame Broccolini, but I'm just done. I'm done with the games. I'm done yeah. with the lies. Yeah, look, I, I don't know if it's a uniparty or what it is, but from where I'm sitting, it looks like we have one really far left socialist party and then one mild Democrat party. 
I don't think we have a true conservative group of policymakers. And just on that that note, I am so extremely frustrated and disappointed in Matt Getz with some of the things he's been saying lately and with the Ugh. fact that he pushed out Kevin McCarthy, which was a good thing, but then he, t- he took a victory lap as if that inherently was the solution. That was it, yeah. Instead of replacing him with a conservative pit bull like Jim Jordan, which would have been the real accomplishment. So and what yeah, they should I'm have said, right, dis- I'm, exactly. I'm just a little cynical with some of these, even yeah. these people who say they're America first and then just give up that easily. Well, the same thing with that Andy Biggs. I got to be, y'all know how much I love Biggs, but the thing is, is that they had to have known that this is really who Speaker Johnson was. Why'd they vote for him? You're right. They all acted like we did our part. We, you know, we did the motion to vacate and now we're just going to sit back and, you know, otherwise we're just going to continue to, well, Andy Biggs's argument was, well, you know, I'm the bad guy and the, the gang of eight are the bad guys for removing McCarthy. If I say who I'm for, uh, that person will be so tainted that it will hurt them. That was, you know what, that was weak. Biggs should have said we're, and all the eight of them should have said, we're not voting for anybody but Jim Jordan. That's it. Because we're worse today than we were then. Marjorie Taylor Greene is threatening to, to follow a motion to vacate right now. If Johnson, she was threatening yesterday or the day before, if he gives any more money to Ukraine with the supplemental. Well, you know, the continuing resolution into March continues to, to give money to all kinds of things that are abhorrent. Um, you know, file the motion to vacate. I say keep doing it. I say we need to keep doing it. I don't care. Remove him. He says he's not worried at all about it. Well, he should be. That just says everything about him. We're going to take a break. We come back. Maybe I'll cool down. Maybe I won't. I'm warm, people. I'm mad. I see my country being yanked away from me. And I'm seeing, and you know what? I had a premonition a while back, speaking to Andy Biggs, I told him something that he thought was absolutely insane over a year ago. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to revisit my my prediction and tell me if y'all don't think I might have been right. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Okay, I have cooled down just a little bit. Um, it's just uh, you know. It's 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 frustrating. Before the break, if you missed any part of it, we were talking about another another week, another cave by the Republican Party, another betrayal by the Republican Party, another House Republican Speaker, another betrayal by another Republican House, um, and it just and every time they cave. It's not, it's actually not when, when they pass the, this next continuing resolution kicking the can down the curb. It, it's not as though, it's not even really kicking the can down the curb. It's the, it's the snowball getting bit, bigger down the hill is what's going on. 
And um, at, particularly given the fact that we're in an election year, I can tell you that they've pushed everything to an election year and absolutely nothing is going to be done. No, there's not going to be anything accomplished this year because then their excuse is going to be as it gets into the summer. Well, it's an election season. If we do anything, we're going to, you know, it, we're, just, we're out of time. We're just flat out of time. And time is not on our side, obviously. We should have had articles of impeachment. There should have already been a vote on Joe Biden for impeachment. Today, there was the second hearing on the impeachment of Mayorkas. Look at what we're talking about with the invasion. And we've got a Republican Party that won't even remove Mayorkas from his dang job. And even worse, going into the election, I got to tell you, I told Congressman Biggs a year or so ago, and he was like, wow, that's kind of a crazy out there prediction. I said, look, I... um." I predicted then, I don't remember exactly how I told him, but I said, Biden's not going to be the nominee. He's going to be coming out at some point uh, or close in the summer, close to uh, um, the time in which right before the conventions will take place and the nominees uh, will be voted on and the Democrat convention will be in Chicago and Michelle Obama will be dropped in. She'll be helicoptered in to take the nomination. He was like, you got to be kidding me. That is crazy. I said that like a year and a half ago. Well, let me tell y'all the buzz is already starting about Michelle Obama dropping in. You're starting to hear it from all kinds of places in part because she's starting to do media like this. In fact, we've got, uh, and, and this, this, this clip I'm about to play was in a different, a bunch of different media outlets today talking about is Michelle Obama about to step in is she the one that's gonna that's gonna save the democrat party coming into uh, november i want you guys to listen to this clip the things that yeah. keep me up because you you don't have control over them mm -hmm. and you wonder where are people where are we in this you know where are our hearts what's going to happen in this next election i am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter who we select who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit, it affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. Um, she's been the, it, it, she has been, even though Obama did the ad with um, Biden last week, he's been really in the background of any interviews uh, related to politics. When was the last time, Sesame, you saw Barack Obama in an interview like that? Mm, I don't know. I mean, it's been a long time, right? I mean, right. It's been a while. Yeah. Like it hasn't been lately. It wasn't like, oh yeah, last week Barack Obama sat down. Why would Michelle Obama, who's never held office before and nobody gives a rat's dang about, sitting down and doing, doing an interview in which talking about the issues of the day and the upcoming election, if there was not some talk, and in fact, there's an article out today that it's being leaked that she has supposedly been talking to people about running. Yeah. But here's the good news. Uh, I have never feared Michelle Obama running. Never feared. I never believed the lie that she was the most popular uh, political figure. I never believed the lie that she was so beloved. She has never been an appealing individual at all to anybody except the far left. 
her Netflix documentary that she did that was part of paving the way for her to step in at some point showed how absolutely unlikable she is as a person. She has absolutely no charisma. And they talked in the documentary about how when she was running, uh, when Barack was running in 2008 and she was on the campaign trail with him, how the truth about her was starting to come out at one, when she talked about, uh, this is the first time I've ever been proud of my country and how mad she was that she was told she couldn't say that stuff on the campaign trail anymore. The truth about her is, is not going to be able to be denied. In fact, and on top of it, Here's an example of how distasteful she is to the general public. Um, Barack Obama posted on X today. Well, I don't even, I would say the general public, but um, she's not the threat that the, that the left or the conventional wisdom or the uniparty, the establishment would have you believe. Barack Obama posted on X today, this is what 60 looks like. Happy birthday to my better half, who happens to be one of the funniest, smartest, most beautiful people I know. At Michelle Obama, you make every day better. I can't wait to see what this new decade brings to you. And it's a, a very unflattering picture of Michelle Obama in a yellow flowy dress with long braids, and the comments about um, uh, about this. Here's Righteous Crusader. All the fear-mongering about rising sea levels, yet I see you prefer beachfront properties. It's almost as if you don't believe what's coming out of your mouth. Another person says, is that Epstein Island or the outrageously expensive Martha Vineyard property you bought from a career of grifting? Um <laughs> No matter how far away you shoot it, we all know what he is. Michael sure is a handsome woman. Happy birthday. You both definitely have a completely normal relationship. Nothing weird going on whatsoever in the Obama household. Totally normal. <laughs> he looks great, somebody put. Concerned citizen, this is my favorite. Just here for the big Mike comments. <laughs> I don't, I am not one of these people. And I know y'all can email me. I'm not one of these people. I have seen some of the videos. I don't, I actually think that Michelle Obama is a she. Sesame, do you think that there's any credence uh, to the belief that Michelle Obama is a he? No, I mean, it's funny. It's, you know, I, I see the pictures of her side by side with Patrick Ewing in his heyday and I get it. Yeah. <laughs> For any basketball fans out there. So, you know, I, I, I get it. But no, I mean, come on. She's she's a woman. She's just very unlikable and probably not very intelligent. But she is a woman, a real woman these days, which I guess requires a distinction for people. Um, what, a, what a crazy time we live in, by the way. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, but anyway, no, no. I mean, I but I do agree. I don't think she's this rising star or secret weapon. No. I mean, truly, I no. do not. I think the Democrats have dug themselves into quite a hole. We'll see. I think this is going to be a lot like 2016. I don't think, I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of people who stay home. I'm expecting low voter turnout. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. They said there was going to be a red wave in 2022, but if the invasion hasn't bothered you by now, it, I don't know. I'm just so cynical at this point. I, I think most people are probably just not going to vote. We'll, we'll see, but I, I, I just, I don't know how it's going to happen. I just, I know that we need Trump. We need an, an America first always candidate in the office and 
I just don't know how we get there, but I don't think Michelle Obama is a real threat. Honestly, I don't. And the idea of her like holding her own on a, on a debate stage or holding some policy meeting, I just I just cannot see it. I mean, she's only a celebrity because yeah. of Barack. So it's like she's a celebrity by association, but you know, they've tried to frame her as like this author and this feminist activist and I I just don't see all that excitement. I really don't. No. No. Yeah, there's 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 just not. And and this times are different than 2008. A lot has yeah, happened. Uh-huh. The ability for the Obamas to try to hide who they are, um, there is not um, the mainstream media and the Republican Party allowed Barack Obama to be a blank slate in which people could, you know, write, uh, ascribe to him what they wanted him to be. Exactly. And John McCain went a long way in hiding, uh, you know, providing cover for the communist that he is and the Marxist in the um, black liberation theologist that they both are with Reverend Wright and all of that. Um, The truth about who they are, the truth about their policies are out. Um, The black community started abandoning Obama back in 2014, which is how the Republican Party got both houses. So there, you know, they he is not he is not beloved by the African-American community anymore, not to the degree that they were. And the only way that Michelle Obama could and the Obamas could get back in the White House would be through do I not legitimately. Not legitimately, just like Joe Biden did not make it into the White House legitimately. I one of the I what I do find interesting, and I've been thinking about it today more and more, is Kamala Harris saying, I mean, you know, it, it I, there was something that she was leaking yesterday when she said, "I prefer to run unopposed instead of running scared." There was something behind that that she leaked behind that comment they've got something planned for 2024 because they literally cannot legitimately win this election and all right we're going to take a break we come back one of the things that's imploding for the democrats in their attempt to control the outcome of the elections is these court cases around the country in particular the one that some of the people thought was the most damning for trump and his 18 co-defendants is down in Atlanta, brought by DA Fannie Willis. And Tom Debacar, I reached out to him today because there's some breaking news regarding Fannie. And we're going to talk with Tom when we come back. Don't go away. AK. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. <laughs> Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I was just flashing during the break to my brother. And many, many years ago, we used to do a lot of road trips. I've been back and forth across this country in the back of a car more times than I can tell you. And um, one of the things we used to do in the back seat, I always was in the middle between my brother and sister because I was the youngest and the littlest. And uh, my um, Uncle Foy, Uncle Lester, gave us um, a tape recorder and we would sit in the back 
and we would do like variety shows, right? And and uh, and my brother uh, Tim, one of his favorite things was he would do he would do little sing song things, and and I was just flashing back to him saying, "Fanny, Fanny, two by four can't get through the bathroom door." <laughs> that was one of his favorite sayings. And I was flashing on that as I was reading the latest article on none other than Fanny Willis. I know she likes to be called Fanny, but you know what, Fanny, uh, you are, uh, you are, and will forever be Fanny, Fanny two by four. All right. Joining me now to have some fun at Fannie Willis's expense is Tom DeBacaro, famed attorney, political commentator, author of books like The Divided Era, and he joins me now to discuss. Hey, Tom DeBacaro. How are you? Great to be back on. Thank you. Um, did you and your family ever do silly, stupid stuff like my brother and sister and I with our little like tape recorder and our little, you know, variety shows? I'm one of eight kids. Uh, you don't have enough airtime till the end of the year. <laughs> I bet you would like you of, of the family group. I guarantee you had to have been like the lead, right? And all the shenanigans. No. What are you kidding? I'm the sixth child. Oh, oh I yeah. Was, I was mistreated by my older brothers and sisters. I was take. <laughs> I'm, people ask why I do so many shows and speeches, and I say I'm the sixth child. I'm just waiting to be heard. <laughs> well, I was the youngest child, of three. When, when you're the sixth child, they don't tell you when hide-and-seek is over. <laughs> we should do a show one night just talking about stories from childhood kids i don't i think that our generations had more fun as kids because we had to use more of our imaginations than these kids 100%. that sit around on these devices it's just crazy um but let's get serious and talk about fanny because um and and i don't know that you and i really had a chance to talk about it um since all the revelations of her corruption that she hired a boyfriend who happened to be married, who had never prosecuted anything before. He got paid way more than any of the experts in the case. He sent the bills to the White House. Um, we did talk about it. Um, uh, so there were, have, were calls for her disbarment, of course. There have been calls for uh, that. I, I don't know if anybody has has officially filed motions to have the cases dropped, but there is an update in the case. And I still, to this day, haven't heard statements from Sidney Powell or any of the others about how these revelations might have affected their cases. But there is a report today, Tom DeBacaro, uh, that a Georgia judge has scheduled a hearing on her alleged uh, improper relationship with the prosecutor. It's scheduled for uh, February 15th. Um, by the judge who was overseeing the case, and um, uh, the Willis has been ordered to quote respond to the accusations in writing um, by uh, February second. Now she recently did; she was at a church, and she was at, saying things like, "Black women can't be expected to be perfect." You know, we've got to be extended grace. Um, there should not be any grace for a district attorney who abuses the power of her office and lines her pockets in the pockets of others. Is there? 
No, not at all. And I'm glad you started this out by calling it what it is. It is corruption because she is personally profiting from this venture, meaning let's just take Trump out of it. Let's say I'm a DA and I decide, well, I don't like, I'm going to prosecute John Smith over there. And uh, I'm going to hire a company to do research for me. And I not going to tell anybody that I own part of the company. Well, that's corruption. In this case, she hires someone who's financially benefiting her. And uh, there's Georgia case law, Whitworth versus State, that a district attorney should be disqualified when there is a personal interest in the defendant's conviction. Well, if she's profiting from his conviction, look, I'd like to be taken on fancy vacations as well. Uh, and so she's profiting from it. She needs to be disqualified. Now, this is a perjury trap for her because the records exist. And so if she puts something in writing to this judge, and I'm sure she's hired an attorney to do it, they need to be very careful because the records exist and she could be committing perjury, which actually – there's would be more evidence of than what she charged Trump Trump for. Um, it's also, you know, the Fulton County Code of Laws bars conflicts of interest. Isn't it a conflict of interest where she has an additional motivation beyond public service or upholding the law? And the longer and bigger this case gets, the more money this guy's get. She profits. So there's just multiple levels here of why this woman uh, could should be disbarred. Now, that's the ultimate thing, but she should be disbarred because this, you could make the case that this is the most dramatic case other than with Jack Smith ever brought in the United States history. Yeah. Ever. Explain. Can you explain that to yes. explain that to the audience, Tom Dell? Look, we've had prosecutors over the decades who have prosecuted the mob and brought down mob families, and it was a big deal. But she has brought the most dramatic legal felony case in American history because she's claiming a candidate for office engaged in illegal activity, a president, illegal. None of this has ever happened. And it criminalizes politics in ways never seen in American history at any time. So now we know that she's not only become a household name, even if you can't pronounce her name, but also, she now is profiting from it. She, mm-hmm. she, that is a clear violation of the code of ethics because she's not, it's not she, she's a private attorney bringing a lawsuit and she makes money off hiring a company she owns. No, she's using public money. And 
It, and mm-hmm. she's so lacking in intelligence that she pays the guy more than the experts in the case. He's anything but. And and he's so la- and he's so lacking in intelligence that he stupidly look. It's on record that he visited the White House, and so did she with Joe Biden before the indictments were filed. This dope sent the invoices to the White House. This dude, you're talking about such a monumentally huge case that will forever change the future of politics. Criminalizing somebody exercising their right to petition the government through the courts for redress and a bozo with no experience is handed the case and overpaid i mean this is shocking i I, i'm wondering this is that alone that alone even if it was just a friend that alone is troubling but the fact that she personally profited from this yes is what is why her law license should be revoked now this um order it, it, according to this report, is she's going to be forced to address the accusations in televised court proceedings. So is there a way that she can avoid this? Is yeah, there? She needs, yes, she needs to resign. If I was her attorney, and I don't represent unethical people, I would tell her. Good to know. The, ch- <laughs> the chances that you are headed towards a perjury trap, meaning you're you're going to wind up lying publicly in some manner are exceedingly high here. The best thing that you can do, she's already, you can make the argument she's already committed a crime. What's worse than the crime? Cover up. Yes. So I would, mm-hmm. I, if I was representing her, I'd say you need to resign. And cut your losses. And mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to do that. There could be, but then again, you could just have another corrupt system, which gives her a rap on the thing saying you shouldn't have done this. What do you think? Why do you think that we haven't heard from Sidney Powell's attorneys or, um, or well, Jenna Ellis is just completely out I there. Think they need um, to, I think they are, first of all, you know, this quickly. Is, we're almost out of time. The judicial system overwhelms people, bankrupts them, and they and they destroy these people. They might mm-hmm. not have money right now. They still probably are paying back bills. Yeah, gotcha. All right, Tom DeBacaro, thank you for being here tonight, my friend. All right, take care. Thank you. All right. And you guys take a little tiny little break and then we'll be right back on the other side. Joe Biden, man, I'm telling y'all, they're going to drop Michelle in because Biden, he may not even make it make it till Friday. Y'all stay with us. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. <laughs> you want to have some more fun? <laughs> oh, let's talk uh, Creepy Uncle Joe. Have y'all seen the memes, by the way? Uh, he was at that event... And I think it was Iowa recently, and they're trying to ask him questions about SecDef Austin, and he just sees this 
teenage blonde or young young blonde and he's just beelined over towards her and he's bending over and she's backing up did you see that sesame broccolini no but it i know was, that the no, sort of you weird biden gaze Ugh. here he is on the campaign trail today talking about um looking for somebody named deborah i guess that's what he's talking about i don't know if he's seeing visions is he schizophrenic having some kind of delusions seeing a mirage i don't know who deborah is um but here is joe biden looking around for deborah appreciate very much i also want to mention congressman deborah ross where's deborah this year i just had my picture taken with her that's probably why she left (laughs) no all kidding to stop anyway you you oh she couldn't be here actually that's not true i got it mixed up and she has, uh, you know, she fights very hard for the people of this district, and you she's can up in Washington. There. I, I, what? I mean, I just, I just took a picture with her. Oh wait, she couldn't be here. I guess it's a congresswoman, but how do you, how do you go? Uh, did did he did he actually think he had taken a picture with her, or is he just such a pathological liar? That he just says whatever he thinks of saying because he's realizing that, you know, he's cognitively gone and is looking around for somebody that couldn't be there. I don't know. I mean, it's it's funny in one sense. Um, and no, I'm not going to fall prey to the to the trap of conservatives virtue signaling going, oh, this is elder abuse that he's out there. No, this is an abuse of the uh, of the American people that he is occupying the White House and trotting around as commander in chief. That's what this is. Today, we've got Iran dropping bombs on Pakistan. And this is who we've got as commander in chief who doesn't even know whether or not a congresswoman he's talking about having a picture with is there or not. His secretary of defense, you know, gravely ill and been in the hospital in intensive care for two weeks. No, we can't be handling this. This ain't funny, man. It's really, really not. But it kind of is sesame. we've got another clip here he is in north carolina bragging about how many jobs he's created there since i've been to office we've created 14 million new jobs 440 new jobs in north carolina alone just (laughs) since i came (laughs) and the and and the and the idiots say what yay 400 we've created 440 new jobs (laughs) yay claps the the trained seals yeah i mean of course it takes two or three (laughs) of those jobs just to get by so yeah sure thanks bidenomics 440 jobs that's it in four years 440 (laughs) yeah there's just no there's just no way they can run him that that's the headline for me is oh you see these clips and it's like there's no way this guy is a serious nominee at the they're at the national convention and what they say all of the delegates are behind joe biden ready to like there there is zero possibility in my mind that he is the nominee for 2024 do you think it's michelle obama do you agree with me it's michelle obama i think it's i for a while admittedly i thought it was gavin newsom i still think maybe he could snake his way into it but yeah i mean it would not surprise me michelle would be the low-hanging fruit the very easy they would just try to all the same because they could just ride obama's coattails i know it's not 2008 anymore but that that grift still works for some people unfortunately and it's probably a better shot than running someone like biden seriously so who knows well that's really the only play they have 
That's really the only play they have. And in fact, if Michelle is Michael, the big play might be the big reveal <laughs> at the Democratic convention. Well, no, because <laughs> Michael was always a man, and how dare you imply otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Hour two of tonight's Andrew K show coming up. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 